Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Before we kick off the podcast, uh, I do want to mention that we would love to hear from you. Uh, Halloween is around the corner. Ooh. Yeah, there he is. That was Ooh, yeah, all right. Ooh. All right, ghosty. Um, we want to hear all of your ghostly stories anytime that you had experienced a ghost or you think you've seen a ghost or you've had a scary thing happen to you any scary stories you have at all please email us contact at privatepartspodcast.com that's contact at privatepartspodcast.com or slide into our dms at private podcast or go into our link tree and our instagram bio we want to hear any scary stories at all please 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 you lovely listeners get in touch Hey, you lovely, you lovely buddies, you lovely people. You're right, buddy. Ah, uh, you're right, buddy. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? What, well, you're not that. You're not that good because what, Jamie, don't mention it. I'm going to mention it. What, what's the same? Whatever, whatever you say will be used. Could be used against you. Uh, someone has not been paying their cancel tax. I'm just not very good at checking um, my post. And when's your court date when's your court date that happened uh, to me by the way i got taken to court or they tried to take me they couldn't take me for ca- council tax is one you forget about like what what is it yeah my court date is the 13th of october um, should i come and support you <laughs> which is today <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's actually now <laughs> imagine i got arrested live on the, live on the podcast oh uh, you you don't need to do it you just need to go and pay your council tax Thank you, financial advisor. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, buddy. Have you ever been asked to go to jury duty? No, I haven't. Have you? Yeah, I have, uh, but I, I couldn't do it. I was doing A-levels at the time, so I couldn't I'm do it. definitely not worthy of, of jury duty. I, think I am, because I'm quite, uh, I, I'm diplomatic, I'm fair, I'm empathetic. You stay in line. Yeah, stay in line. You, you went, you oh, do, you do oh I don't say. know, I don't, you'd say, that, oh, I don't know. I would make a decision. I would make a decision, and I would go for it. I think, I'm not sure, actually. I don't think you'd be good. I would make a decision. I think you would. I would make a decision and I would go for it. If it was someone that was on trial for, like, murdering a load of women, I think they'd probably, it would probably be good for them that you were there. Well, because I would, I would go, you'd, uh, you'd, he yeah. was wrongly done. He was wrongly done. You'd empathise, even though the, the evidence is ridiculously <laughs> against him. you go, well, I don't know. Hey, you lovely people. Welcome back to our Friday episode. Big one for you today, so we're not going to ramble on in our intro today, because there's no point. Because we ramble much in this podcast with our wonderful guest, queen of the podcasting world, legend of legends, myths of myths, 
Rosie Ramsey. Ooh. Explosions. Yeah. Rosie's on the, she's on the podcast, everybody. We managed to get her on. Chris uh, Ramsey, her husband, comedian, uh, did Strictly Come Dancing with him until I got injured. Rosie and I um, are friends. We've met a few times. She's fantastic. I did a pilot with her. They've written books. What, they're selling out arenas. What else can we say, Mitt? That's just a great podcast, isn't it? We rambled with Ramsey, and it was beautiful. Maybe they were going to call that podcast that, and they thought, nah. Yeah, I don't think it would have been successful. Mumbling with Mitten. Yeah, that's actually my new podcast. I'm branching out. It's going to be very, very somber. <laughs> you're going to be like very Robbie. Wanna... You're going to be like Robbie Williams and and leave leave me, and I'm going to be the Gary Barlow. What? Robbie Williams left you. Well, yeah, he he left. Take that, didn't he? And, and, he had a, and he had a fantastic career. Yeah, Gary Barlow still did. So mm, not as good as Robbie though. Uh, don't know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have Rose Ramsey on the podcast now. If you would like to get in touch, please do send us an email. Send it to us contact at privatepartspodcast.com or slide into our DMs, uh, anything at all, uh, on Private Podcast. Go onto our link tree. You can also nominate a charity. I want to hear from you. Thank you for the continued support. Right, let's get on with the podcast. Alex Mitten, intro it. Here we go. It's coming on probably about now. Rosie Rams. All right. Why do, why do they stick things? Why do you boys <laughs> stick things in your pissy hole? Because it's so, exciting. So it's, curious. it's horrible. I will be telling my boys about that. It's called science, Rosie. Science. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely gross. Oh. Just going to warn you, Rosie. Um, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a couple of... Uh, Couple of margaritas last night. So, Did you now? Um, right in, in Spain, yeah. you look you look pretty brown. It's <laughs> got a lovely tan. Jamie got a specially spray tan for this podcast. You got a spray? Oh, wait! Yeah. How often do you get a spray tan? No, well, not that often. I just when I when Come I want to feel pretty, I get a spray tan. <laughs> no, I do. I fake tan nearly every weekend. But do you have a glove? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's, I don't like the I know, spray tan is a lot more, it's a lot better, but I've got two kids and I always have a white patch on my back, actually. I should probably go for a spray tan. Jamie gets a spray tan when he's got to do showbiz. Oh, showbiz. Yeah. Jamie was in showbiz mode last night. Showbiz, Jamie. Yeah. Is this for your new TV show? It's for the new TV show. um, Nice. Which is, which is fun. But Rosie, if you in talking of showbiz, would you if you strictly come dancing, then came to you to yeah. do it? Would you do it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Straight in yep. that, straight in yep. that. I, I, oh, I love it though. I, I was so jealous when Chris did it. So jealous. I've loved the show for years, and I used mm. to dance um, years and years ago. Not, I've never All had right, show off. No, I know. I used to do it as <laughs> part of my job, but I've not had. I've not ever had dancing lessons. So. I would be that person where they'd go, oh, she can dance, but I'd actually be quite shit because it's it's proper specific dancing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's not like disco dancing; it's like Latin ballroom. It's really hard. But but you're but you're but you're a proper proper performer, mm. as in you were in a girl band, you yeah. performed, 
So you have a step ahead of any. I, I don't know because also what you don't realize, Alex, mm. is that mm. we're in the um, we're in the uh, presence of podcast royalty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my lady! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing I'm, coming I'm, from Made in Chelsea, uh, Made in Chelsea boys. Thank you very much, sir. I'm going to do the rest Thanks, of the sir. podcast on one knee. It's going to be really painful. <laughs> but it's true and also and so firstly because you always what i love about your podcast is you do you always sing on it and your your voice is effing amazing thank you what what was the name what was the name of the girl band so the girl band was called scarlet street and we sang nearly everything a cappella. so it was like a barber a barber shop quartet with lasses if that makes sense so there's four of us were you wearing little waistcoats like no it, no, it was like 1940, so we used to have big, like, like quaffed hair and all this kind of stuff. It was really cool. Um, we went on Britain's Got Talent, but we didn't do very well. Oh, Did no. you? Were you, on, were you on TV? I don't know if we were on very much. It was very, like, Bo girl band, and then we were off. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Told all my family, and we were on for, like, a split second. I was mortified. I was like, sorry, Nana. Made you watch this whole episode. We've been on for one second. Holy smoke! So you, um, so you guys went on there, mm. and I always feel sorry about people who go on that show and then they spend all their day. Because what happens at Britain's Got Talent? You have to queue for hours, don't you? Yeah, it's the longest day ever, uh, and then you do so many interviews, and it's really emotionally charged as well because you, you know, you it's everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants to get noticed and wants to get spotted and wants to get through. That must have been because you, because then being being in this girl band performing and stuff like that. So then doing what you do now, you know, especially, and we're going to get into all of it, but this is, must be like a dream come true for you. Yeah, it is. It's not the way I thought it would have gone, if that makes sense. I didn't yeah. envisage marrying Chris and then this all happening, if that makes sense. I'm not that, I'm not that clever or calculated, but I'm, I'm happy with the way that it's gone, if, you, if that makes sense. But the reason I married Chris, part of the reason I married Chris was because all of my ex-boyfriends were, just, this, I, I don't mean to sound terrible, but they all had, you know, kind of normal jobs. And they all very much used to say to me, when are you going to get a real job? And I was like, well, I just, I like dicky dancing on stage like this is my job you know and then when I met Chris and he was like I'm a comedian I was like you don't have a real job either this is <laughs> this, this is meant to be <laughs> and then and then you know got married a year later so how, how, did, you, how did you guys meet well we've actually known each other since we were 14 so we used to kind of like play out in he lived in the street behind my best friend mm. so we'd play out in the street and then we went to college together. What, what games did you play? Like Kirby and stuff. And uh, <laughs> Kirby. What I never heard Kirby? of Kirby. What is the that, is that Kirby? when you throw, you throw a ball? No, no, you kick a ball against the curb. I've seen it. You, you can kick it or throw it <laughs> against a curb. So you, you've got each stand. So you're in the road, basically. Sorry, are we in 1930? What, what, what? <laughs> no, no, this is, this is 1995 <laughs> South Shield. All right? <laughs> Oh, let's go this, play Kirby. Let's this, this is Beacon Side in South Shields. Have you never ja- played Kirby? Jamie anymore? was just playing with stocks and shares at that age. I know, guys. Oh, just, this is different, different lives, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear some of the other games. You've got bloody. You, I can't do it. Kirby. What about the grandma one? What's that one? Oh, where you have to oh. turn around. It's like um, out of screen yes. games where you got to 
green light, red light almost. Isn't yes. It? What's the time, Mr. Wolf? That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Did you play Knock Your Door Neighbour? Sorry, yeah. hang on. Knock, no, no. knock, knock, run. Knock, knock, oh run. Oh, my God. Jamie, hang on. any of these games. Hang on, guys. Hang on. <laughs> you, Rosie Ramsey, you did not play Grandmother's Footsteps at 14 years old in the street. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Yeah, but then at, <laughs> at the end, at the end, you had to give them a wank. That's what happened. <laughs> give Instead them a wank. <laughs> Grandmother's wank step. <laughs> Grandmother's wank step. Oh, you lost. Cool. You, to, you lost. You have to give me a hand job. <laughs> I was talking about this the other day. I was talking about oh, this the other day. We've gone there. I was saying this to, to Alex. I remember when I was a kid. And we must have been like mm-hmm. six years old. And, and we, I, I had a, um, you'll be shocked to know, I had a swimming pool at my house. And anyway. What I got was that? A, what, just quickly, what was that like though? Was that amazing having a swimming pool growing up? Yeah, it was. It was, it, was, yeah. it, was really it was a bit cool. lonely because he only had to share it with himself. <laughs> oh, are you an only child as well? No, loads of brothers and sisters. No, they, just didn't, okay. they just didn't like him. All right, Okay. <laughs> But but I remember we we got inside this like blow up thing in the in the pool with mm. our like family. and I remember we were like showing no, no our... you had a blow up what was it a blow up iceberg, iceberg yeah blow up iceberg who, who has an right. iceberg in their pool yeah it was a blow up you iceberg. had a soft play in your pool I had a soft play in my yeah. pool yeah yeah okay had a few of them actually one of them I nearly drowned under I I I I jumped in the pool with it on my head and couldn't get it off and I was like, this is true it was a sidetrack it was a blow up boat was, like a blow up boat and I jumped <laughs> okay. in the pool with it on my head. And I and I couldn't get out from underneath it, and all I could see was my mum and brother hugging outside the swimming pool. And I was going, you could oh, see it was them, them oh clapping, God. clapping, oh, laughing. Finally, <laughs> finally. <laughs> just ignore it. Just ignore it. <laughs> and then I'm my... so glad we gave the lifeguard a day off. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> get in. <laughs> and anyway, they they then came running in and saved me. But I remember sitting oh. in this um, big play, soft play thing, mm. and I remember being the age, and I remember showing my like private parts and everyone showing their private parts to each other like showing yeah. our willies and their vaginas yeah. I don't know where I got to that bit but I remember doing that as a kid but you yeah. were doing that at 14 with Chris Ramsey playing <laughs> Kirby in the street in the, in the bushes over yeah. the road but but what else so, so you so you met him then but your first kiss with Chris it was in mm-hmm. a garage wasn't it how do you know that we said that somewhere you, yeah, told, yeah, you told me that you was what happened there so when was it so, Oh, so we'd been on a night out, I think, because we're both from South Shields. We both um, grew up there, obviously. And we were on a night out and we've got a mutual friend and uh, we went back to his house and then we ended up kissing in the garage. It's pretty, pretty rank, isn't it? Why, why in the garage? I don't know. Secret, secret little liaison. I wish it had been in a swimming pool. That would have been much better. <laughs> Not it was in a garage. <laughs> but did you know, but do you know what these things? Because I always think... You know, okay. So with my with Sophie, right? Um, mm. And not no disrespect to any ex girlfriend, but there was something different. There's something when you. I, I remember this is so graphic, but I remember when we we um, had an adult sleepover. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. had one, yeah. one of those the first time. I remember. I, I think we were a bit drunk because you can't be sober on your first time. There's just no way no. anyone. No. no. No way you can be sober. But I was. Drunk. I agree. And um, we finished having. Our adult sleepover, and I looked at her and went, "Did you feel that?" And she went, "Sorry, what?" And because it was such 
a like electric moment like i had this like real, yeah yeah it was weird it was like that's this, so nice it was an electric moment <laughs> what did she say yeah, yeah. she said no <laughs> yeah. you're not you freaky psycho what are you talking about <laughs> but i was like did you know, surely you felt that um but did you have that with chris where you first kissed him you're like oh this feels a bit different yeah 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 um it's really enough but um i read the secret when i split up with the, the boyfriend before chris have you read the secret no no, secret, yeah, no. Yeah. How you read it, yeah. It's all about kind of, it's, it gets a bit intense. It's, uh, don't take all of it into account, but you kind of just imagine what you want and what, and all of that kind of things, like positive thinking. And um, I'd, I basically thought up Chris in my mind. And then when I met him, and he, you know, same kind of job, we were from the same area. Mm. I, I knew about him, so it was it was none of that sort of like, oh, he's a stranger, he could be a bloody you know, psychopath mm. and have this horrible dark past. I knew that he was all right and I knew that he was decent. So it, it just, it just happened really quickly. And I, I, I felt like that. And I think so, it's, so it's so love. You, ma- you manifested yourself a boyfriend, essentially. I did. I, man- I manifested Chris. I did. I but didn't give on. him all the other shit though. He's, he's come with a bit of baggage. Like, like you all know. men do. We exactly. all do. We all come with baggage. You do. You do. <laughs> it's honestly, and, and, and women actually don't really come with that much baggage. And what men do is they come with so much baggage, and but then they put it on, they leave it on with their girlfriends or women, and then mm-hmm. the, the women are like, you've just given me all this baggage. Like, I, I didn't have any baggage. <laughs> and then but they bug her off. Bye. Bye. just going to check these in here. I'll be back in a year. <laughs> and we're a mess. Why? But I think, I think men are quite good at hiding the baggage. Yeah, and seeming really nonchalant and, and carefree. Yeah. And then mm. you get a bit deeper and then you're like, oh, you are, you're, you're damaged. I've got damaged mm. goods. Mm-hmm. But I've got to and see, I've got two sons. What what can I do to not, It's interesting. you know? Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think men do. And um, and I know Chris and I have actually spoken about things and stuff like that. And mm. and, and and for me, I, I had, I, when I was in my 20s, I had such bad anxiety yeah. I don't really know what the anxiety was. I think it was I drank too much and things like that, but I don't really know what it was from. But I was never open and honest about it. And I think because as men, we don't want okay, men you're not meant to, we're not meant to cry, right? So we're not meant to oh. cry. We cry it's that, we're, yeah, it's that whole toxic masculinity it's thing, isn't awesome. it? It's like Yeah. yeah. We've got to hide it. Yeah. And why and but why? It's so good to cry. And if you <laughs> what woman I don't know any women who would be annoyed if their <clears throat> partner cried. Like I you know, I think it's a really, I think it's really important for blokes to show emotion. Yeah, so do I. But also, I, I don't know why. Because, okay, so right, who's your who you who's your best friend in the world? Who what is her name again? You have your best friend. Is it Sandra? So, oh, that's my mum. Oh, that's your mum. That's my mum. She's probably my best friend. No, I've got I've got two very best friends called Angela and Steph. Yeah, and so yeah. you have them. You probably talk to them about everything, and mm-hmm. you say everything to them. I think with guys have best friends, but you don't. You talk to them about stuff, but you don't talk to them about everything for some reason Mm. guys close off and women are just so open which is amazing thing hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. And yeah. guys just don't. We close off and I don't know why we strange, do it. It's strange, isn't it? So you, you're going to have to tell your boys to, to be emotional. I know. I try to let them be. We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. I think there's a new generation of kids now, though, who are much more in tune with their emotions. Mm. How, how do you boys? So I've got, uh, he's nearly six. Robin's nearly six and Rafe is nine months old. How, when you also, this is what my friend has just um, given birth. And she said, firstly, the first thing she said to me was, whatever anyone tells you about giving birth, it is a hundred times worse. Yeah. It is a hundred <laughs> times worse yeah, than you can uh, possibly imagine. And then also when you have a kid, it's a nightmare. It's, yeah. it, is that what happened to you, Rose, as well? Yeah, it's a, it's a massive shock to the system. It's intense. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But the the rewards of having children outweighs all of that. Like, tenfold. what are the rewards? I need to know this. So we need to, okay. So two two boys here. Yeah, boys. We could. This is I'm trying to say that we're young. Two men in their young in their early thirties. <laughs> boys in their prime. Yeah, yeah. Boys at the peak of their life. <laughs> A couple of studs over here. <laughs> Why, why is it, um, who don't have kids, why is it so fulfilling having children and going down that route? So, it, see, this is hard because I know, I know a lot of women and men who don't want to have children and I totally, I totally get it. I think it's an absolute personal choice. But I, Chris didn't want kids. Not that he didn't want kids, he never thought about having kids. Yeah. Um, I just think the love... That, that's the only thing for me. It's the love that you get from your children and the love that you feel towards your children. I've never felt anything as powerful in my entire life. Because you think you love people. You know, I love my parents and I love Chris and I love my grandparents, I love my friends. But when you have a child, I, I can't describe it. The love is just, it's, you, oh, it, it's just unbelievable. It's undescribable. And I think only... People who are parents will know that feeling. Right, that, that, Jamie, I think it's time for yeah, us yeah, to... Are you, to, in, are you guys uh, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, it's, I, like, I get people who don't want to, it's totally your choice, but if you ever get the chance to have a child... Go for it. You will so, not regret it. Jamie's, Jamie's just sacked off getting a dog. <laughs> they were going to get a dog together. He freaked oh. out and told Sophie that they okay. can't get one. Oh, God, Don't. I'm going to tell the story in that in a second. But, Rosa, after this podcast, if Alex yeah. and I write you a very kind letter, would you be our surrogate? <laughs> would I fuck? <laughs> Absolutely oh, not. I thought it was fulfilling. I oh, no, no, fulfilling. no, no, no. Pregnancy and labour is absolutely horrific. The child itself is wonderful. I'm not carrying nobody else's children. Are you, for, are you, are you mad? Actually, though, how much? Because I know that you're all right for a little bit of moolah. Okay, what let's I talk. Said? Let's talk money, actually. What actually, as I said, no, what as I said, I built you an indoor swimming pool and gave you some soft, floaty things. <laughs> Okay, I'll have a think about it. Will you stick some candy kittens in? Yeah, I'll stick some candy kittens in there as well. Right, okay. I'll have a think about it. 
to carry my child. No, do, do you know what it is, though? You'll give me Sophie's egg, your sperm. She's flipping lush. The so- the ki- your kids will be bonnier than mine. I'll be like, no, this is awful. Oh, my God. So what happened? So with Sophie and I, this is, this is bad. But mm. I, I want to hear your opinion on this. So Soph really wanted a dog. She's wanted a dog for ages. She suddenly, she was like, I'm getting a dog. And I said, okay, fine. But I didn't really think. And then a crate arrived, which was the dog's cage and things like that. And I said, oh, this thing's arrived. And she said, yeah, it's the dog's cage. And I said, well, you're actually getting one. And she said, yes. And I said, I don't think we can do it. And she got very upset because she said, what you don't do is you don't say straight away from the beginning what you want. You just say yes to things and don't think about it. And then you have to let me down. So, so I think she's in the wrong. I think she's selfish. <laughs> I don't think she was thinking about me when she did this. What do you think, Rosie? Had you not said that you didn't want a dog? No, well, you, I didn't, mate, I didn't, you, you totally agreed Alex, and said, yes, let's yeah, get the dog. And then, you, and then you bailed. Like, Are you, is that what you did? Yeah. Shut up, Alex. Shut up. You meant to be on my side. I'm, what the hell I'm is not wrong on with your you? side of this. You're lying again, Jeez. mate. Come on. That poor puppy is probably now lost on the streets playing Kirby oh. with his. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wanking off people. Giving off. Wanks the Bonio. Trying to get some dog food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, now you have to get him. I feel sorry for him. No, um, what's it, what do you think? Really? Well, I am um, not a, I'm not a big dog lover, lover myself. I think they're really sweet and I like other people's dogs, but... Holy shit, they're in, they're intense, aren't they? Thank dogs. you. Yeah, no. and they don't give you they don't give anything back. A, a, a child grows into something. Yeah, and you get something back from them. Yeah, you know, and you can turn them into a sports star. You know, that's true. You With can... a dog, you've got a constant three-year-old. Stop looking at things, Jay, and how they can benefit your life. You want to try and benefit someone else's, you selfish bastard. <laughs> he's just thinking about what his kids are going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, Become a sports star. <laughs> Literally, just so that you can stand on the sideline and go, yeah, he's got my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like a Spartan. I'm going to go and bury them in, like, the field and see who survives. <laughs> they don't survive. Spartans, oh. Spartans made love with their fellow soldiers, didn't they? Oh. Did they? Did they? So they fought harder, yeah, because they, they were fighting beside their lover, apparently. I didn't know that. That's yeah. that's interesting. No, I'll tell you what I heard the other day, and this is going to blow your mind, Rosie. Mm. You know the saying, when the penny drops? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Salvador Dali, who is an artist, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's right, I think he is, um, he basically used to hold a penny in his hands and okay. he would put a metal tray on the ground and he would wait until he fell asleep and then he would drop the penny. The penny would hit the metal tray, would wake him up and anything that was in his mind at that time, he would paint. Hence the saying, when the penny drops. Imagine having that amount of time on your hands. <laughs> Rosie, if you want to take like two minutes just to let that sink in, because that's obviously quite, you know, it's a big, it's a big fact. It's, very, that's, it's really interesting, but at the same time... <laughs> at the same time, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> is it true? How did, how did, this is what I want to know. So yeah. Robin's got a book and Chris read it the other day uh-huh. and it was about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And um, it was about how... A dinosaur, I don't know which one, mm-hmm. um, it used to used to swallow stones. So the stones inside of its stomach would kind of mulch up all of the leaves that it would eat because it would eat like tons of leaves, you know, mm, every yeah. day or whatever. And then I was like, that's so interesting. Chris was like, that's so interesting. And then I was just like, how do they know that from all of that? How do you learn that from bones? How made, do they know they that? They just made it up. 
literally just like yeah, I kind of think they've made it up they've well, not made it up five year olds can call up and question me fuck off <laughs> yeah they're just exactly. going to accept it mm, I do I think it'll be on a little card in the natural history museum about this big and no, they'll be like nobody will question that <laughs> so that might that penny drop might be like, not to be true actually I remember when I was a, a, a kid, I remember I watched the... Do you remember The Land Before Time? Do you oh, remember that? That's my, oh, yeah. one of my favourites. Sharp Tooth, Sharp Petrie. Petrie, Petrie. Petrie. <laughs> I remember I watched that and I was like, oh my God, there are dinosaurs in heaven. That is terrifying. And I went up to my mum and said, mummy, is there dinosaurs in heaven? And she said, yes, darling, of course they are. And I went, well, fuck, I don't want to die. Why would I want to die? And then I became scared of my own death for like a whole year. That's quite an advancing. Do you not get that with Robin? Because, you know, he's six years old now. Mm. And kids are these amazing sponges and these incredible things. Does he not come out with comments and sayings and things like that? You go, where on earth? He's, he, he started ask. This is this is one thing that's really hard about being a parent. So he's nearly six and he's interested in loads. of. He asks loads of questions. So he asked me the other day, are mermaids real? And I said, no. But now I'm like, <gasps> should I have... I know, but they're not, though, are they? So, but should I have said yes? Because he, he's six. They were at Jamie's you know fa- I mean? family home in the swimming pool. He had a couple of mermaids around the ice. <laughs> I mean, did you, probably did. Did you, did you, so you said no, did that, but that would have broken his heart. I know he was kind of like, all right, but now I, I've thought about that a lot since then and I feel a bit terrible. So I might have a chat with him and go, do you know I was wrong? Because I've been down the beach. You can't. You, 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 can't, go, you can't go back on it now. You're just going to mess with his head. I know. <laughs> They're definitely not real. They are actually real, they and there's are. one here today. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm just going to give him He's like. Going to come into the yes, bathroom. No you're, just, you're there in a, in a mermaid suit, just flapping around in the bath. <laughs> Look at me! I'm not mummy! I'm not mummy! I'm a mermaid! We are real! Don't believe that stupid cow! I heard um I heard this amazing story. I heard this amazing story, which mm. is um where uh, I, it was it's some actor, some famous actor. I I think it's Henry Cavill who played Superman. I don't know, someone like this. Anyway. Uh, when he was much younger, he was walking with his grandfather through the airport and he saw mm. uh, James Bond. And I don't think it was someone else. And it was Timothy Dalton. They walked past Timothy Dalton, mm. who was James okay. Bond or someone like that, yeah. one of the Bonds. And he went, Granddad, Granddad, there's James Bond. Can I get an autograph from him? So they went up to Timothy Dalton, who was in the airport or whoever it was, maybe Sean Connery or someone like that. And mm. the grandfather said, excuse me. Mr. Connery, um, could I possibly get your autograph for my mm. for my grandson? He's a huge James Bond fan. He said, "Yeah, of course." So he signed it. Timothy Dalton handed it to him, and the son went. And the son went, but uh, sorry, sorry, sir, but this says to, it doesn't say James Bond. And he leaned forward, Timothy Dalton, or whoever it was, and and went, "You never know where Bo- Blofeld's men are watching." Said, "You never know when Blofeld," and walked off. So he went, "Oh, that." Years later, how incredible this! Years later, this same actor went up to. I know Timothy Dodd, one of the Bonds, and said he'd just done a movie with him and uh, was doing it. And he said, hello, sir. Um, you probably won't remember me, but um, uh, when I was much younger, um, my grandfather, I mm. walked through the airport and we met you and I came up to you and you signed Timothy Dalton and then, and we had this amazing moment and anyway, walked off and he sort of tried to explain the situation, but he was ignoring him. And he said, he said, oh, I don't remember that moment. I don't remember that. And, what, and he went, oh, okay, don't worry. And as Sean Connery or 
Timothy Dillon walked off, he turned around to him and said, you never know when Blofeld's men are watching. <gasps> <laughs> How amazing is that? Oh, oh, isn't that actually, is Ooh, that actually yeah. real? Yeah, do you get goosebumps on that one? Is it, is it, <laughs> oh, I love stuff like that. Isn't that so oh, cool? Isn't that, that is cool. That is cool. See, now I'm going to have to get a mermaid to come to the door. <laughs> what, they can't warm? I am. They can't. You oh, can... yeah, they can't warm. Well, they can't be on land. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, how am I going to do this? But Ray, what do you do oh. when it comes to what do you do when it comes to like you know Santa Claus and things mm. like that? That's like a because I remember when I was younger and we were going past Toys R Us and I said to my mum, "Oh my god, mummy, Toys R Us! I must be mm. seven, eight. Oh, I would love Santa to get me something from there." And my mum turned to me and said, "You know, Santa's not real." <laughs> Straight out with it, and I was oh, like, no. "Huh?" It was like honestly, still, I remember the feeling of. Like, I couldn't believe that. I remember thinking that fantasy wasn't real at that moment. Mm. And I was oh, like, no. That's not right as a parent. How old were you? Yeah, that's. Seven, eight? I must have been eight? Yeah, eight years that's old. That's young to have that shattered. That is oh, young. Well, how did you, how, Rosie, how did you find out? Well, that Santa wasn't real. Um, I think it was just at school. I think it was kind of like year six. So when you're like 10 going into. Going into comprehensive school, everyone there's just kind of whispers around the yard of like, I'm still believing them, really. All right, okay. Uh. Whispers around the yard. But you know what's so embarrassing? This is for years. I every year I was like, I saw him last night. When I'm going into school on the third of January, I saw him, saw Santa on Christmas Eve. He was in. He was in my room, and people are like, "Was he?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Bullshitting, lying. So you be? I know, just lying. outright lying. Yeah, just lying. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I'm just stuff like that. I, I think is really important to, for kids, you, only because. Yeah, fantasy is love amazing. That shit. Yeah, I loved that when I was growing up. I loved Santa. Loved the Tooth Fairy. Love things like. Oh, here's a story for you. This is really grim. We were getting uh, our <laughs> we were getting our garden done in our old house a few years ago, and there was a guy, and it was neat. It was actually coming up to Christmas, and Chris was just chatting to him, and I think he was like, "Oh, yes, are the kids looking forward to like you know Christmas and Santa and all that?" And he's like, "Oh, don't don't Santa doesn't come to our house," and Chris was like, "What? Like what do you mean?" And they had made this thing. Of they had three kids, they made this whole thing of like, "Mommy and Daddy buy your presents. Santa isn't real." <gasps> and I was just like, oh, <laughs> so immediately, with me for a long time. Yeah, 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 immediately judging them. That's horrendous. Yeah. I was like, I'll take that cup of tea back off you. <laughs> yeah. And throw it in your uh-huh. face. Yeah. Non-believer. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing holy water on it. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember one year, my, um, my stocking was the same as uh, what I used to put my, like, my, shitty underwear in because we'd right. for, they'd forgotten to buy me a in your a laundry stock, bag <laughs> in my laundry bag yeah yeah, yeah. and so I, I wake up at, at 4 a.m mm. and I'm like oh god like Santa's definitely been it's pretty it's pretty late so I'm like bleary eyed and I go to check my stocking and open it up and there's just loads of pooey pants and I was like oh, oh my god Santa's given me loads of like oh, fucking like shitty pants and I thought that I'd been so bad that he'd given me that so I just burst into tears and was like hysterically crying oh, my mum comes running pathetic. in with 
With the real one. With the real one. I was like, come on. God. What's your mum called? No, do not clap that. Do not clap. No, I'm not clapping. I'm saying, like, come on. (laughs) What's your mum? Bloody sort it out. One job. One job, Christmas Eve. No, Um, Hey, listen, Rosie, that is going to be the end of part one. Are you going to stick around for part two? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm here. Can I just say, I'm just having an absolutely lovely time with you. I'm so glad. Me too. This is great. All right, everyone, we're going to see you in part two. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 